You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. We really do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team. Oh, every day. Touchdown. You are locked on Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter McCaskey and I cover the Packers for SB Nation and Packer Report. I cover the NFL around the internet. And you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Today's episode is brought to you by Locked on Fantasy Football. Winning your league starts with the right data. Vinny Iyer of the Sporting News provides you with that edge that you need in your fantasy football leagues. Subscribe to Locked On Fantasy on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of fun today on the show because uh, Bleacher Report, who likes to have some fun with these things, they threw out some, some fake trades. And a number of them are related to the Green Bay Packers and only one of them. And this is the reason why we're doing this. Only one of them is related to Aaron Rodgers. So we're actually going to save that one for last. And then later in the show, I want to talk about some more of these um, rankings that have come out and, uh, and we'll dive into that a little bit. So the first trade I want to do is Green Bay gets... And and maybe we have to do the Rodgers one with this one because presumably these are related. The, the Devontae Adams trade is Henry Ruggs, who was the first receiver taken um, a year ago, and a first-round pick to the Packers, and the Raiders get Devontae Adams. Now, the only reason you would do that deal if you're the Packers is if Rodgers is gone. The problem with that is that first round pick gets worse if you have Aaron Rodgers in Las Vegas. So if in this scenario, the the Rodgers trade is not to Vegas. But so that's the thing about this. If you're trading Aaron Rodgers, and let let me be upfront and clear about this, maybe you're a first-time listener, I don't think the Packers are trading Aaron Rodgers. But if you trade Aaron Rodgers, let's say to not Vegas, why are you trading Devontae Adams? You want Devontae Adams to be on this team, and if you're trading Aaron Rodgers, you are creating some cap space for your team to sign a player just like Devontae Adams. Now, does Adams want to stick around if Aaron Rodgers is not around as well? I don't know. But he might want to go to Vegas and play with Derek Carr. He might want to go to wherever Aaron Rodgers is traded if he is traded. And maybe he just wants to go somewhere else. Maybe he wants to go to to LA and play with Justin Herbert and his buddy Keenan Allen and the Chargers. That would be lethal with that group. And you get to play with another awesome big arm quarterback. There are reasons to do that. You're only going to trade Devontae Adams if it becomes clear he is not coming back. If he does not want to sign this deal. But they're working on it. 
I think he is waiting to see what the situation is with Aaron Rodgers. I think the Packers are waiting to see what the situation is with Aaron Rodgers because that matters how you structure the deal. The the numbers, both sides probably know and potentially even have agreed to in principle. But it may need to be structured in, in a particular way, especially given the cap situation in 2022, where some of this money is positioned abnormally, atypically, just because of the the Packers cap situation coming up next offseason. And if you are including Aaron Rodgers in this situation, that does ameliorate some of those concerns. If you're going to do a trade for Adams, getting a blue chip receiver back, a young receiver and a first round pick, if you like Henry Ruggs, Maybe you can get down with this trade. DeAndre Hopkins was traded for far less. He was traded for a washed up running back and a second round pick. So to get a player who has the kind of physical tools that Henry Ruggs does and a first round pick is appealing, I would say. Uh, If it were not Ruggs, let's say, you know, Denver, irrespective of a Rodgers trade, were to offer Jerry Judy and a pick. It wouldn't even have to be a first for me for Devontae Adams. I might do that. I might do that. If you're if you're going to lean into the wholesale, you know, changes at the top, the expensive players, you move on from Aaron Rodgers, you you get off Devontae Adams and, you know, maybe you even consider, okay, what what can we get for Zadarius Smith? You know, you drafted Rashawn Gary for a reason. So, you know, Preston Smith is going to be probably gone at the end of this year. And maybe you feel like you can get a lot of good value now. Meanwhile, someone like David Bakhtiari, too valuable um, and, and, and too important to your offensive line, even if he's going to be expensive. By the way, being expensive is not bad when you're really good. Aaron Rodgers is worth the money you're paying him. Devontae Adams is worth the money you're paying him. Zadarius Smith is worth the money you're paying him. And you don't give up on the ultra elite players unless you absolutely have to. Green Bay is not in a position where they absolutely have to anything right now. Now, speaking of elite players, one of the other proposed trades, Green Bay gets Odell Beckham Jr. The Browns get a second round pick. Now, this is interesting because obviously Odell Beckham In a vacuum, that talent, what he brings on the field is worth a second round pick and potentially more, but has not finished the last two seasons, has struggled with injuries his whole career. And would he, would he be okay being, you know, second to Devontae Adams? It's not Jarvis Landry. It's not his boy. I don't know. I don't know. Now, there's also the financial concerns here. Uh, he's not making the, the sort of top of market money that his talent says that, that he is worth when he's playing. In fact, he's on a very reasonable contract. It's just not a contract that Green Bay can take on. So what you'd probably have to do is rework that deal to make it work or you know, you'd have to rework the Rodgers deal or you structure the Devontae Adams extension in a certain kind of way uh, to, to make the numbers work. Now, what I think is more interesting potentially is that is a move that you make when Rodgers shows up to training camp day one. 
You call Cleveland and you say, okay, what's it going to take to get OBJ? If it's Jordan Love, I don't know if you want to do that. And, and not because Odell Beckham doesn't make life easier on Jordan Love. And not because Odell Beckham doesn't make the Packers offense better in a vacuum. But because I don't know if he's the kind of receiver you want in the ear of your young quarterback. And, I, you know, I, I don't think OBJ is a bad guy. I don't think he is a problem in the locker room. He's never really. His teammates love him. Uh, it, it's just more of um, it's a it's a, an attitude thing. It's a mentality. And, you know, receivers, guys like Devontae Adams, I, they all want their numbers. They all want their numbers. We, we would all in their position want our numbers. But not every receiver goes about it the same way. Devontae Adams is awesome. And he's an awesome teammate. And, and he is an awesome competitor. And he, he works his butt off. And not to say that, that OBJ is not all of those things. But we've seen the volatility on the sidelines. And, you know, he's not the only guy in the history of receivers who, who've had this, this trait. And maybe you just don't want to introduce that volatility to a young quarterback who's trying to figure things out in the NFL. By the same token, you also want to put Jordan Love in the best position to succeed. So, you know, if they get some reports out of Cleveland, hey, OBJ has been great. Um, we haven't seen the same sort of sideline outbursts in Cleveland that we saw in, in New York. And also, I just think it's worth noting, you'd much rather have a guy who runs a little too hot Someone who is passionate, who wants to win, and who cares so much that he's going to get fired up on the sidelines. You want that guy before you want the guy who doesn't seem interested, who doesn't seem affected by losing, who is going to go into the locker room after a game. There was a report of a player doing this. You know, oh, we lost, but I got my numbers. You don't want a guy like that. And I don't think Odell Beckham is like that. I don't think he is. Again, I don't think he's a bad teammate. I don't think he would be a bad influence per se on Jordan Love. But clearly Baker Mayfield played better not feeling like he had to feed Odell Beckham. He could just play within the bounds of the offense. The Packers offense is good enough to do that. You wouldn't have to worry about feeding OBJ or facing you know, him being mad at you in the huddle. Because Devontae Adams is just not like that. He's just not wired like that. And it's not that he doesn't want the ball. He just understands that this is a team game and, and the offense is the offense. And by the way, if everyone is doing well and they have over the last few years, as he's been an elite player, this offense has been really good. And, and yeah, in 2018, they sat him when he was close to getting the, the team record. He was dealing with an injury. He felt like he could play. They sat him. He was not super excited about that. He was, he was not pleased that they did that. But did he, did he pop off in the media about it? No. Now, was he privately probably pretty pissed off? Yeah, probably. Probably. And you would be too. You would be too. You know, everyone, everyone has ego in this game. Everyone has ego, period. But it is that that volatility that we've seen and we've seen become a talking point that maybe you just don't want to introduce to your, to your rookie quarterback 
or your first year starter, excuse me. And, and look, I'd do that deal. I would 100% do that deal, but I understand why maybe you wouldn't. I don't understand why Cleveland would trade him. I wouldn't, but I, I suppose, uh, you know, if you feel like the offense runs better, you can save a little bit of money. Maybe you feel like it's in the best interest of the team. I, I don't, I wouldn't. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including baseball, basketball, hockey. When that comes back, it's over. Fights, golf before the next pitch. Head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep. For their run in the second half in baseball as the Bucks try to win their first title in over a generation, head to the website or use your mobile device and sign up today to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. When you use the promo code locked on, get that 50% bonus. Promo code locked on gets you that 50% bonus. So the last trade is Denver gets Aaron Rodgers. The Packers get Drew Locke, KJ Hamler, and two first-round picks. I'm not doing this deal. It is, in fact, a hilariously bad deal. I don't know why you want Locke in this situation. The Broncos don't even want Locke. Why do I? Um, KJ Hamler, he's a different type of player. He's got speed. He, He can be a good route runner, but he's way undersized. And not in a way that's like, oh, you know, Amari Rodgers is short, but strong, stout, fills a role. Hamler is like just not the kind of player Green Bay has ever wanted. And then the two first round picks, like I get it. Okay, quarterback, receiver, and two first. But like this is your opening offer in a fantasy football trade when you know you're willing to give up Travis Kelsey, but you don't offer Travis Kelsey. and Instead, you offer Eric Ebron and hope that they bite on it. It's like this is not going to work. Now, if this is Jerry Judy and two firsts, okay, now there's a real starting point here. I still think it has to be Jerry Judy and three firsts. Adam Schefter was on the Pro Football Focus podcast with Chris Collins' work talking about, you know, they they did a little role play and it was like, uh, you know, he, Schefter was Aaron Rodgers camp and and Collinsworth, who I thought deftly played the camp of the Packers. It, it doesn't seem like, uh, that that Collinsworth thinks that that the Packers could or should trade uh, Aaron Rodgers or will or should trade Aaron Rodgers. And uh, I, I am with them. Uh, Peyton Manning said yesterday that, that he can't fathom Aaron Rodgers not playing because Aaron Rodgers wants to play. By the way, um, I've been saying on this podcast for months, Aaron Rodgers is going to play. He's going to play. He's not going to sit. He wants to play. And if he's if he wants to play, he's going to play in Green Bay because the Packers are not trading him. So that's how this is going to end. But but back back to this totally totally ridiculous fake trade. <laughs> um, th- this is just not a viable offer. If you're getting a quarterback back, it cannot be a project. It's got to be Derek Carr. It's got to be you know Marcus Mariota. If you want to offer you know Mariota. Uh, rugs, uh, three firsts, uh, maybe that's enough for Aaron Rodgers. Th- let's have a conversation about that. 
But you're not getting Devontae Adams too. You have to throw in more and the, and the Raiders don't have more to throw in. It has to be a quarterback that you think can start and, and maybe, maybe what you want is a quarterback who clearly can start. Now, Mariota to me is the perfect bridge quarterback. If you don't think love is ready, Mariota knows the offense. He can go out and, and I think this offense can be good with Mariota. And then you pass the torch and maybe you bring him back and, and let him play back up or whatever. I would love to see that. I'm, I've always been a huge Marcus Mariota fan. Um, and, and so I would be in favor of that if they're going to go that route. What does Drew Locke do for me? I mean, I know the Packers kind of liked him coming out, but I, they didn't draft him. And they could have. And so they obviously didn't like him enough to take him. They liked Jordan Love enough, not just to draft him, but to move up to draft him. Clearly, they think Jordan Love is better than Drew Locke. So Drew Locke does nothing for me. He does not move the needle for me. And frankly, either does KJ Hamler. And if you're getting Aaron Rodgers, those two firsts, I wouldn't say they're useless, but they're the Broncos are going to be pretty good with Aaron Rodgers. So they're not as valuable as they would be, let's say, in an offseason when you're, you're going to get a full season of Drew Locke playing and then can trade Aaron Rodgers. And now you're getting a top 10, top 15 pick versus the 28th pick or the 26th pick or the 24th pick. That delta is incredibly meaningful in terms of the relative likelihood of getting a player who can help your team. So this is, to me, a non-starter. A non-starter. It is barely even an opening offer. It's just like an idea you throw out just to see where, where the team is. And, and Brian Gutekunst, if he got this call, he would laugh and hang up the phone. I mean, hilarious. It's just not enough. Someone, if, if the Packers are going to trade Aaron Rodgers, it is going to be for a hilarious trade package, but not like this. It's going to be some some monster, uh, you know, multi-player, multi-pick blockbuster offer. Not this. This is this is the definition of not it, Chief. It's just not. It's not going to be the thing. It's worth reiterating for the thousandth time this offseason that. And Adam Adam Schefter said this on the Collinsworth thing. He thinks that Rodgers needs to. If he wants out, speak up. He has to be willing to be the bad guy because no one should believe. And and the fact that there were people reporting it with just no intellectual curiosity whatsoever is just pandering to agents. I mean, it just is what it is. I mean, I'm just being honest about it. Any, any modicum of thought put into the process knows that... He's not retiring. He's not walking away at the peak of his powers after an MVP season. I understand that that he is uh, uniquely petty, okay? And, and Michael Jordan walked away, also a notoriously petty person. But he walked away to play baseball. Aaron Rodgers is not walking away to go host Jeopardy, which, by the way, is a job he might not even get and probably won't get. And that's not even shade. That's just like how it works. I, I don't, people aren't going to tune in, I don't think, for Aaron Rodgers for the next 15, 20 years, they're tuning in because of Jeopardy. And so you want the best host. We've gotten off track. He's not retiring. He, he was never retiring. 
He's not going to he's not going to sit to be spiteful and lose a year at the end of his career. He's not just going to oh, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. He's way too competitive for that. Way too competitive. And so if he is going insistent on being dealt and again, I don't think he is. I think Adam Schefter is right. You might not like that part of it. But I think he's right. You got to get your hands dirty. You got to be willing to say I'm done. And this is why over and over and over and over and over. I have said he doesn't, he has not made up his mind that he's out, which is by the way, what Adam Schefter reported at first that he's made up his mind. It's done. It's over. Because if that were true, you would feel comfortable coming out and saying I'm out because there are politically correct ways. There are, you know, PR savvy ways to come out and say, Look, I love the organization. I love the fans. I love my my teammates and the coaches. But for me, right now in my life, um, I need a change. I need something different. And I think it's the best in the best interest of both sides to come to an agreement that I'm somewhere else. I think that's the best thing for everyone. And I want to thank the fans and I want to thank my teammates and coaches and the organization that took a chance on me. But this is the this is the best thing for all of us. He could do that. And he could have done that a hundred times. The guy has not stopped being on TV since February. I mean, he's been all over our lives, constantly on social media, constantly being interviewed on TV, constantly doing public events, and has had a million chances to speak up. And he hasn't. And he hasn't. Now, does that mean this is over? No, I'm just telling you, reading the tea leaves, this is where the signs are pointing. And that's why trades like this, I mean, come on. This is not like, these are the trades you get once Rodgers comes out publicly and says, I'm out. Then people are going to start giving you the crap deals because they feel like, okay, now the team has no leverage because the team or less leverage because the team knows he's not coming back. Well, if you have said all offseason we're not trading him, go ahead and retire, then it's kind of an empty threat if you're Rodgers. I want to be traded. We're, we're not trading you. What, what's, the, what's the rejoinder? I mean, unless Aaron Rodgers is, as Adam Schefter was, willing to just say, you, don't, you really don't want to make the team better just so because you don't want to trade me? And if I'm Green Bay, you know, maybe the answer is Yes. I'm I'm of two minds about this. I I think the the move is to call the bluff for as long as you can possibly call the bluff. And then you get as much as you can. And if you think that that is now, you do it now. But if you think you can get 90 95% as much in terms of raw assets next offseason, don't you wait until next year and see if there's a team that screws up and, and their quarterback gets hurt and they have a top five pick to give you, a top 10 pick to give you, and, and then you make a deal? Why would you make a deal now, let Rodgers play for someone else and make your pick that you're getting worse? Unless you're getting players that are so good that it offsets that lost value. Unless you're getting Jerry Judy and Bradley Chubb. Unless you're getting Darren Waller and Derek Carr. 
and you feel like, okay, well, with those, with those guys, if you're getting Darren Waller, Derek Carr in a first, let's go. Let's go. Because you, you can be a Super Bowl team. They, the Packers could win the Super Bowl with that group. And you just don't worry about it. Now, how does that affect your long-term planning? You know, th- those are other questions. I continue to believe he's going to be at training camp. And until, until we don't see him at training camp, that's what I'm going to believe. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Rock Auto is the place to go for all of your car part needs. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend 30 50 even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. Go to rockauto.com now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Nine delicious base flavors, plus limited time flavors. Coconut, almond, peanut butter, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, double chocolate was the bar that hooked me on to Built Bar. It is outrageously good. And the consistency is what really sold it because it's not grainy. It's not granularly. It's not chunky. It is just delicious, smooth, rich flavors. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by Locked On Today. I was going to say our friends at Locked On Today, but I am your friends at Locked On Today. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. We get you updated on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. We are going to be back tomorrow, our last show of the week. And then next week, we go back full time. Because training camp opens uh, in two weeks. And so we're going to get you set for training camp. We're going to get a bunch of interviews in before that. Um, and, And we have some other really exciting things in the works here that I'm excited to tell you about. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that, 920-341-3775 to stay Locked on Packers.